Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So this week um, was about getting back on the bus and not necessarily the struggle bus, but I managed to do, I think, all the miles I was supposed to do for a change. Um, Yes, 10 of which were yesterday um, at Lighthouse Ranch. I can never remember the name of this place. Anyway, it was the trail fest and um it's up outside of burnett between well between burnett and um, johnson city um off of 281 and 290 like anyone knows where i'm talking about unless you live in san antonio or austin this is like greek to you but anyway um yeah this is the place where i have frequently gotten lost um a couple of years ago i got lost trying to get to the start Oh, thank God this time I did okay. Actually, the last time I did this course was in September and um, did okay, did okay. You know, it wasn't bad. Um, this time, it's funny, I think I finished a second faster. I mean, it was a different route, so I couldn't really compare apples to apples, but nonetheless, um, it was fun. I mean, I like that course a lot. Um, it's challenging, but I mean, you know, it's got a few rocks here and there. It's mainly Jeep road. It's not, not technical. It's got some elevation. Um, and there's cows. In fact, I, I heard a couple of them very close to where I was running in certain spots yesterday, but could never see them. And so I just kind of moved back at them just to let them know I was friendly. I have no idea if that helps, but Hey, why not? Can't hurt. And, uh, yeah, and so I was hanging with these people uh, that were, you know, kind of back of the Packers, and a lot of them were walking and, you know, walk running and things like that. And so I thought, okay, cool, you know, at least I'll have a, a group to finish with. <laughs> well, we got to the split between the five-mile people and the 10-mile, 20-mile, 50K people, and they all went the five mile way and there I was left holding the bag. <laughs> so there I was, nobody is nearby. I did have a few people, well, maybe five people past me going in, you know, behind me doing the 20 or the 50 K. And <laughs> so, but I try not to let it bother me. I was just like, okay, whatever. It, it's fine. It's, you know, the day was really nice. I mean, it was very overcast. In fact, it, it did start raining a little bit. I mean, just kind of like spitting and, um, it was, uh, very, very breezy. And, um, it was like in the sixties. And at the start I was like, Ooh, man, maybe I should have worn an extra shirt underneath my long sleeve shirt. Um, but after about a half mile, I was very glad I did not because it got kind of warm and it was incredibly humid. I think it was like 89% humidity or something. And so I just carried one bottle with me. Um, I, I did take my vest just because I needed to stash a mask and my uh, phone so I could listen to music and whatnot and then, you know, store any little, sn- I, well, yeah, I had, I had sort of a genius uh, discovery with snacks. Um, of course, you can only do the second part during cold weather months, okay, because if you try the second part during the summer, you're going to be in trouble. So first part was that I had a little bag of jelly bellies, which I adore. And of course you have to get the, all the different flavors. So that's way, that way it's always a little surprise in your mouth (laughs) when you're out there struggling. Not really. I mean, 
not the struggling part because I really wasn't yesterday. I was just, you know, doing my thing. Uh, but the other thing I threw in there <laughs> was, a, was a handful of chocolate covered almonds, milk chocolate to be exact. And oh my God, that was so nice. It was like a little bit of protein, a little bit of fat, of course, sweet, and a little bit of salt. And uh, that, you know, every now and then, you know, maybe every three miles or so, I would, you know, just shovel a handful in my mouth, of course, walking, because I have yet to figure out how to um, run and chew on things, because I, I really do worry about choking to death out there. <laughs> so, you know, especially if you were in the back like I was, um, nobody's going to find you unless they're, you know, coming up from behind, and it could be a while. So anyway, but that was kind of cool. And, um, and I just had a, a bottle of Powerade in my um, vest pocket, my new Nathan uh, Vapor Howl. Um, so yeah, so I had that um, and felt really good. I mean, I, you know, made sure I tried to stay hydrated and um, I think around the five and a half mile aid station, I ran into Matt Smith, uh, one of my rock hopper buddies, and he was <laughs> working the aid station. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> he was his girlfriend was uh, running the 20 miler and I guess he decided to just pitch in and, um, and he's quite the beast as, as you may recall. Um, he's the one who was doing the 50 K at wild hair and I was doing the 25. We started around the same time and he managed to lap me a couple of times and finished before me. <laughs> oh God, I'm so slow, but you know, I've kind of gotten to this point where it's just like, look, it's better than the people on the couch. I really didn't have any of those feelings like, Oh God, Oh God, what's wrong with me? You know, cause at times I was thinking, yeah, there, there were the very, very fleeting thoughts of, oh crap, maybe I should just take the five mile cut off and just call it a day. And I thought, no, you dummy, you need a long run. Just do it. You know? And to be honest, you know, I, I didn't feel bad. So I was just like, okay, let's just keep doing this. And then of course, after Matt's aid station, I saw all these ladies, up the trail and, I, and they were all walking together. And I thought, Oh yeah, here comes my friends. Yeah. And then of course I discovered that <laughs> they were the five mile group and I had to go split to do the 10 mile by myself, which was really sad. I was a little bummed about that, but I still chugged on and, you know, and at one point I was thinking, you know, it doesn't matter how slow you are. I mean, obviously you don't want to be so slow. They close the course on you or something, but, and, and I have to say, there's a lot of spots where I was running and, and running pretty well. So, you know, there's that, I think, it, I think my problem has just been, you know, the last year, it's just been a lack of consistency. And so I'm really trying hard to, um, keep that up and, um, which will bring me to something else here shortly. Um, anyway, nonetheless, yes, the, the course was lovely and, um, it did look like it was about to pour rain, which it kind of started to, um, as I was finishing the race, thank God I didn't have to be out there in the rain. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a cool place. And, um, I think they've got one again in September. That one's the Texas two-way torture test. It sounds terrifying, but, um, I've done that one a couple of times too. And that one, you can do it with or without a partner, but if you have a partner, you can go 10 miles in the opposite direction of them. And then you finish back at the start together and then they add your combined time to your team. So that way they can rank you or whatever. So in fact, I was talking to my friend Louisa, uh, this morning about that, uh, trying to reel her in, uh, to come up and visit. Cause 
you know, I have to be really honest before I get into the main event here. I really miss Louisa. I miss a lot of my other trail running friends that I haven't seen in a while. I mean, Bandera a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, uh, was very nice. I mean, it was nice working that aid station and seeing people um, that I haven't seen in a while. And so that made me really happy. But I just miss running with them and I kind of miss running in the valley. I mean, as much as, you know, and, and it's so dumb because it's like up here, it's sort of like a trail runner's paradise because honestly, you could pick, you know, if you wanted to run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or if you just wanted to run pretty much any day of the week, you could find a different place with a completely different terrain and different challenges. And it's awesome. But sometimes I really miss just <laughs> the flatness and the most, you know, the kind of familiar boringness uh, of mission trails or, um, and it's not flat, but um, Pancho Villa. I mean, I mean, I miss all that. I miss Sullivan City to a point. Although I have to say yesterday's course reminded me in, in parts of Sullivan City down in the valley. Um, it was it was really fun because there's like these big drops and stuff like that. It just wasn't as rocky as Sullivan. So, hey, valley people, look at that. Something that's less rocky. Um, so anyway, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed yesterday's race, but it did kind of make me miss some of my friends. Although I did get to see my friend Mary Kay, who introduced me to her friend, and I can't remember her name, and I'm ter I'm I'm so sorry because she listens to this podcast. And shout out, nice meeting you. And I'm so sorry, I'm terrible with names. Um, and then I saw, of course, Kimberly uh, Abouchon, who took first in female masters in the ten miler, of course, because she's a beast. And um, yeah, and there were you know a handful of other people out there. So it was you know it was it was a very small race. Um, but I did have the distinction of finishing <laughs> DFL dead flipping last, um, in the 10 miler. So there was that, there was that, but you know, I really didn't care. Cause I just kept thinking, you know what? A finish is a finish. And you know, this is a training run. It's not, I'm, I'm kind of past the point of trying to race anything anymore. I'm just kind of gotten to the point where if I can stay upright, <laughs> and finish the race without my brain exploding or, you know, you know, hurting myself or anything else, you know, that's a win. I can deal with that and that's okay. So, I mean, I think, God, you know, I'm going to have a birthday here in 12 days, 12 days. Well, if this comes out Monday, which it may just drop a day early. Anyway, uh, I do find that as you get older, you just have to start adjusting your expectations of yourself. Um, I mean, I think I had this glory period in my <clears throat> master's phase or, you know, when I moved into master's in my fifties, um, you know, that it was like, there were so few people out there and it was like, wow, this is great. I mean, I, I wasn't even really trying that hard and I was placing <laughs> and now it's getting to the point where you know, master's is 60 or 50 and above and there's younger girls coming up you know, like Kimberly, um, who are actually decent runners. And this isn't to say that anyone over 60 is not a decent runner because that would be insulting to my friend, Nancy Marks and a few others out there. <laughs> but, you know, for mere mortals like me, um, I have to realize that those awards are not going to be happening too much, you know, in the future. And it's all right. It's, it's, it was kind of a fun little novelty, and, uh, you know, who's to say I'm not going to do something really cool in the 
you know, not so distant future, but it's always cool just to be out there and be doing something. And I guess that's what I was trying to tell myself yesterday is like, don't get mad at yourself because you're last or because you're, you know, not moving as fast as you want to be. You know, again, my mind was right. I felt like my nutrition was at least okay. And I just sort of felt like, well, so what, what are people going to do? I mean, are they going to sit there and just look at me like, geez, why are you so slow? Now, there were times years ago when I was training with a certain group of people who will remain unnamed, um, who I think we had some insecure, it was mainly guys, um, who really did not enjoy the idea of an older woman being out there running with them. And so they would sort of judge me and I knew it and I could hear, I heard about it through other people. And so they were kind of mean and, but they were a little younger and immature. Now they're a little older. I don't know if they're more mature, but <laughs> at least I'm not hearing, you know, nasty stories behind my back about people, you know, excuse me, shit talking me, you know, um, for DNFing a race or, you know, being slow or whatever. And it's just kind of like, that's their problem, not mine. Okay. Anyway, uh, what else? Oh, hey, and another little update. Uh, Gary Troutman, the guy I interviewed a few weeks ago for the Masters series, he took first in Masters in the 10 mile. I didn't even get to see him. But um, yeah, so shout out. <laughs> anyway, uh, so how do I make myself more accountable, you might ask? Well, I've, I did two dumb things last week. Well, they're dumb but smart. First one I did was I signed up for the Salsa Walk, which is, I think, March 6th. is a fundraiser, and it's set up by John Sharp, uh, one of my favorite runners that I, I haven't really seen a lot lately, but that's just because we're not traveling in the same circles. And so this was my attempt to kind of reconnect with him a little bit, and uh, just because I admire him, and I think he's a really cool person. And he's the one who drove me to the ER after I, you know, needed stitches after falling down Lucky Peak um, several years ago at uh, Cactus Rose. And um, the idea, <laughs> it does, even explaining it sounds really dumb. The idea is to walk from the Chewy's, which is a taco restaurant, in case you don't know, um, in Selma, which is just outside of San Antonio, to the Chewy's in San Marcos, uh, which is about a 50k, which is what I signed up for. And then if you're extra crazy, you can continue on for another 31 miles to a Chewy's in Austin. Um, now how you get back is your own problem. And so I've already been trying to cajole friends into joining me so that maybe we can set up a car at San Marcos and then drive back together to our cars in Selma or the car in Selma. So I don't know. That's uh, TK and news parlance meaning to come. Um, also, who another perk of doing this race is my buddy Scott Coomer from the 10 Junk Miles podcast. I know, can't believe I'm plugging it, but hey, I like him. He's a cool dude, and I'm really looking forward to getting to see him. He's flying down from Chicago, and uh, I imagine he's doing the 100K because he's crazy. Um, and then also there's a guy named Vincent Atunez, who is the developer of Trail Toes, um, which is this, as he would refer to it as his cream. 
<laughs> I'm not going to go there. Uh, but yes, you can put this on any part of your body that may get chafed or be prone to blisters and it magically takes care of the problem. So yeah, he's going to be there too. So I figure those guys are, are pretty fun and their characters and uh, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. But apparently what people do during this race is you walk along. <laughs> it sounds like we're walking along the interstate and we all walk together. Okay. So that's good. I do like that part. So I don't get left behind. Um, and, um, yeah, so, so that part's fun. And, um, you know, there's, there's stops for eating and drinking restroom along the way. And, um, so I've heard what the hell I may as well. And, and he said that it generally takes about 12 hours to do the, um, 50 K, which kind of makes sense. And, um, I'm really trying to work on my walking pace and, you know, incorporate walking into my, my routine because I know that it's going to be walking and I've kind of gotten good at that part. So, um, so yeah, so there's that. So I'm excited about that. That was sort of a spur of the moment sort of thing. I was like, Hey, why not? Um, and then the other thing I signed up for, which is probably the dumbest thing I probably could have ever done, but who knows, um, is the, Oh boy, the great virtual race across Tennessee, the GVRAT, I think, or Jer I don't know. I can't remember the acronym. This is where you cover a thousand K which is a 620 miles between May 1st and August 31st, which roughly translates to about five miles a day. Obviously there will be days where I'm doing, you know, organized runs or, you know, races, whatever, and manage to put in more miles. So that way I don't have to do five miles every single day. Um, Orly and Kathy did this last year and they really enjoyed it and it really helped them stay in shape. And I think I need that as well because um, I really do plan to do the races that I missed last year, um, including um, Wild Hair 50K, Brazos 50 Mile, and of course, Snowdrop. So yes, that's what I'm hoping uh, to accomplish. And you get a belt buckle out of that. So let's see how this all goes. Um, it's probably going to hurt and I'm probably going to hate myself. And um, But I think I just need a kick in the butt because I just, last week was good. I just have to kind of take it a day at a time or a week at a time because Sometimes stuff gets in the way and I'm just like, oh my God, I've overextended myself and, you know, I need to remain employed so I can't just, you know, ignore deadlines for certain things and, you know, just go running. Um, so, yeah, but I think I can do this and, um, you know, my mind is, 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 is right at least as of now and let's just cross our fingers that I will not um, succumb to the DNF area or whatever. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Uh, oh yeah. I will be volunteering at the, um, J and J trail race, uh, in the middle of March. I think it's like around, it's the week after that salsa walk thing. And, um, it sounds like I, I will be working at the pavilion aid station and, um, it's always a fun race. And my, my idea is to work the aid station, like Friday from noon until whenever, and then get up the next morning around five, work it until about noon or so, and then um, attempt to run the 10 mile. Well, I'd probably hike because that course is no joke. <laughs> um, and it's supposed to be like all new this year. So it sounds really fun and interesting. So I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how this all plays out. Um, 
but yeah, so that's essentially what's going on over here. Um, uh, also, don't forget to leave a review at uh, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I think you can do it on Spotify. Um, I uh, <laughs> looked yesterday and I somebody gave me three stars. I was like, oh, what did I do wrong? <laughs> it's funny. I, it's kind of like reading student evaluations because you're just like, oh, why didn't they like me? You know, and it's, it's you know, sometimes it's just like it doesn't hit your fancy or whatever. And it's fine. It's like, this thing is done really from a, a genuine, sincere place. And I'm not trying to do it to make everyone happy. So, I mean, this may not be for everyone and, and that's all right. But anyway, so just, yeah, leave me a review or some stars or something and uh, give me some feedback. Um, also, and I really don't want to turn this into the let the lunatics run the asylum thing, but kind of let me know, um, if you, what kind of episodes you prefer, if you prefer just listening to me yap about things, or if you want to hear more master's interviews or interviews with people, you know, trying to deal with this running in the time of COVID, because God knows we're almost a year into this thing. And um, I'm kind of getting a little sad because, I mean, the other day I heard Dr. Fauci say that, you know, we might be in this another year. And I was just like, oh God, I can't do this anymore. I mean, I have got to see my family before summer. I mean, or by summer um, or during summer. I, I just, you know, I was talking to my sister the other day and I was just like, I don't care if we have to meet up outside, you know, if I have to camp, you know, I didn't tell her this, but that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's, it's just kind of like, I have got to see my family. I mean, this is dumb. It's like, yes, it's important to be, to be safe and to, you know, try not to get yourself sick, but I'm also really needing to see my loved ones um, because, you know, life is short. And I think as I get older, I become more aware of, you know, the fragility uh, or fragile, uh, sorry, <laughs> quoting Christmas story, uh, oh, uh, you know, of, of life. And so you don't want to be like, oh, geez, I was like hiding, you know, in my house. Most, I mean, I don't hide my house, but, you know, um, just hanging out at my house and, you know, got to be safe. Can't go see my friends. Can't go visit people you know, and, and just, uh, be, you know, I don't want to live my life in fear. I mean, I, I want to live my life brave, but I also, I also don't want to be stupid either. So there's yeah, it's kind of a balance. Um, so anyway, so there's that. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's essentially what's going on right now. And, um, I will see you next time. <laughs>